Are you looking to buy or sell real estate? Hey, you've got questions. We've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's going to be great. Featuring Jen from Home Team for You. Hey. And now, ooh, look at these glasses. Without further ado, it's Jen. Hey. Woo. Woo. We don't have all the extra breathing noises from when Matt's normally here. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I we so miss them. Oh, no. But uh, yeah, Matt wasn't able to be here today. So uh, excited about the show. We have Carissa Evans on from our team. Hey. How is it going? It's going very well. Very, very well. Yep. Yes. Staying busy, enjoying all this kind of rainy-ish sort of weather. Yeah, no, we need the rain. It's good for us. We need. We don't have too much right now, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. We yeah. like that perfect amount. Yeah, I know. If only I like when you go out and it's a little bit lighter and brighter. And Jacob can tell you with pictures and having new listings, and it's like, yay! Look at that beautiful gray sky. <laughs> <laughs> But we got things that fix that, right? Yeah. We got some amazing Photoshop skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So love technology. Yeah. It's amazing because uh, we sent one and I was like, wow, that looks so much better. So got to love it. Hey, when nature can't take care of it, Photoshop does. Yeah. 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 Isn't that kind of how it all works? <laughs> Nothing is real. <laughs> Nothing is real. <laughs> Nothing is real. Yeah, it's like the model in the magazine. <sighs> That's right. She really has cellulite people. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, we could go there, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's another whole conversation. Yeah. So I know in uh, your kind of former career, you mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff with self-care and all of that. Mm-hmm. We have um, kind of a list of things that we are going to try and talk about. Why don't we start in with uh, setting intentions? Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. So many people have plans, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I want to, I have to whatever. But until you actually set that intention and then build the the plan around that, like, so the plan is great, but um, if you don't have a place you're going, you're kind of just wandering. And so setting your intentions of um, knowing exactly what you want for yourself, your business, your family, whatever it may be, spiritually, there, it, it, intentions need to be set in your life in all aspects. And um yeah, so it just helps you get where you're going a lot it's, faster. It's hard and it's scary sometimes. It is. when you're thinking really big, like in even in our business, when mm-hmm. it's like, okay, where do you see yourself in 10 years, right. three years, whatever? It's like, okay, well, I see us doing this gigantic, scary number. And then it's like, okay, now I have to figure out how we're going to get there. That's right. But if you don't say it and you just kind of say, oh, well, we'll just keep doing what we're doing and we'll just get a little better, get a little better. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. You know, that used to be me. Yeah. I, I, I really was not, I, you know, you can use the word goal or intention interchangeably, I guess, if that's what you want to do ish. But, um, I didn't like to do that because then if I didn't make it, then I was like, oh, I'm such a failure. But, you know, honestly, if I wouldn't have set that intention, I would have never gotten as far as I've gotten. Even if I didn't get all the way there Mm -hmm. this year, that doesn't mean I won't get there two months later or 
even a year later. But you, right. if you don't set it, you you don't even set the process, the the, the system to start the process. And so, um, I like the saying: you can um, a year from from today is going to happen. Where are you going to be in the same spot you are? Or are you actually going to have done something with that year? Because we're we're all going to be a year older, God willing, right? Right. right. So, um, you know, are you going to be the person who is still? I want to, I'm going to, I, I want to, I think I want to, or are you going to be that person of, I did it, or I have taken some major steps to get there? Yeah, I'm uh, currently reading a book, and it talks about to get to that next place, you have to do something scary. Mm-hmm. It's like you're comfy where you are, right? so it's like, okay, let's push out of that comfort mm-hmm. zone. And that's the part that's so hard it is. when you're setting your intention to it be is. like, okay, because you could just be like, oh yeah, well, you know, I want to do, I normally do 10, so I'm going to do 12. It's like, well, why don't you do 20? Right. Ooh. I did that this year, not yeah. knowing what I was doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to Matt, I'll do this number. He's like, okay. And I was like, I'm kind of almost there. I'm like, okay, that was really like a, a, sh- yeah. a wow kind of goal and mm-hmm. you know if I don't get to that number I certainly wouldn't gotten this close had I not set that yeah. number right yeah. so yeah. it's yeah. kind of good to go big I think go big or go home mm-hmm. that's what they say shoot for the stars <laughs> if you miss no shoot for the moon shoot even for the, if you oh, miss you yeah. land amongst the stars there you yes go. yeah well done this a few times Jacob to infinity and beyond <laughs> that's right that's right that's right well you know the definition of an insane of insanity we all know it doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results and so what are you going to do different what are you going to do different and the way to start doing different is to set intentions mm-hmm. to really just push yourself to um I had a coach once back in the 2000s so the 2000 to 2009s on time frame and um she used a phrase that it sticks with me a lot. And I actually put it on my vision boards often. Um, never failure, only feedback. So trying to do something is, and you don't achieve it doesn't mean it fails. You just now have feedback of what not to do. Yeah. You learn something. Exactly. Always. And I look at that in real estate all the time because I have made some mistakes, I will say, and I'm not a real fan of that. I know you always are well, it doesn't happen all that often, but you'll be like, I learned something. I do say that because, <laughs> and I say it with, with that same kind of tone in my voice because right. it really ticks me off when I do it, but everything's a lesson mm-hmm. and um, it's a lot of growth and it, you cannot grow if you're not willing to have feedback, which we also know is failure then, right? So mm-hmm. um, definitely something that's important. And if you don't have failures or feedback, then you, you haven't a- attempted anything. I mean, we've all heard those things. So actually implementing it into your life kind of um, can be scary, that fear. Well, you have the intention and then it's like next step. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I said it out loud. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. That saying out loud thing is scary. Like we can all like internally, I want to do this. I'm going to do that. But when you actually vocalize it first to yourself. And you tell someone I know. And then say it to someone else. Oh boy, that is, that is scary. But at the same time, you've put it out there. I'm a firm believer in the, you know, the universe. You talk mm-hmm. to the universe and it will return to you. You know, it'll return what you put out there. And so manifesting what it is you want. Um, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're so woo-woo-y. Okay, call me woo-woo-y. I don't care. Because when I put those things out there, many times I manifest it. 
because it doesn't just happen. You have to work for it. But Mm -hmm. keeping it out there, keeping it in front of you um, is important. So, yeah, that's one of the things with we do we do with the word of the year that we have. It's kind of like you have it in your vision where you're going to see it. And then it just tends to be like, oh, there it is. Yeah, absolutely. You just do that because I have it on my phone and my word just happens to be B. So I I will not pay any attention to it for a while, but when I need to see it, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mine just hit this. me in the face about 1130 last night. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. I was doing some things with my networking, one of my networking groups and I I um, needed to take a picture of my vision board and there it was right in the middle of my vision board. And my, my word this year is yes, exclamation point, and be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. So but, I know you were like, yes, yes, yes. I was like, all right, you go girl. And dang, dang. did it happen? And, mm-hmm. and um, but also part of that being saying yes to the things that serve me as well, which also means saying yes to say no to the things that don't serve me. So that's where it smacked me in the face last night. So Mm -hmm. Um, it's good to go back and look at that and um, setting those intentions and then putting it in front of you so that you see it. Mm -hmm. So we have on here next having goals. So Mm -hmm. we have the intention and then the goal. So the goal being um, what you want out of that intention, I guess is kind of how, is how they're separate, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know what else to say about that, I guess. They're, they are separate, but similar, but separate. You have to have the vision, the, the overall look of what it's going to be, and then the, the little goals, I guess, to get to. Am I getting my hands in here? Because I'm talking on the radio. Oh, yeah. Okay, they're, they're flying yeah, around. well, I'm not even. Like, Everybody listening, it? Chris's hands are flying Flailing. all over. Yeah. yeah. I will try to sit like this That's, now. You do you. you. No, I do no, you. So, um, so then getting to each of those to get to that vision, little goals, a goal to get to that. So here's a, here's my one year vision, but here's my, my one month goal to get to then my two month goal. That's kind of how I look at it. It's part of the plan. It's all works together and, um, helps, helps get you where you want to be. And it's like, you can't just, sometimes you'll like say it out loud and then it's like, you feel like you already need to be there and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I should have been doing this and this and this. It's like, no, no, you're not there yeah. yet. You're getting there. Yeah. So let's do step one. Right. <laughs> and I think that's what's so important. Um, people see their vision, they set their goals, but they don't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what do I do? How do I get there? And I, I love this saying, how do you eat an elephant? Mm-hmm. One bite at a time. Yeah. And so laugh at me, Jacob, but it, 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 it shouldn't be eating elephants. Well, you know what? That's <laughs> hungry. I'm hungry. So that is a very, that, that little statement works in when you're trying to get your kids to clean their bedroom and they've left it, you know, you've been telling them for a month. And they do it again and again right, and right. again wrong. <sighs> yes. But you say in there like, it's too much. Well, how do you eat an elephant? And they look at you like you're crazy because they know you don't eat elephants. You say one bite at a time. What bite do you want to start with? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing in setting, getting your goals to reach your vision. What bite do you want to start with? Where do you think we should start in order to get to ultimately where you want to be? Mm-hmm. It's really doing, I mean, it's kind of like the book, The Slight Edge, where you just keep doing all of the little things mm-hmm. that move you forward. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and you're like, oh, that wasn't that hard. Well, and people think a lot of times also to get there, it is this huge thing. Like I got to take a 
big step, but you just said it. It's the little steps. It's consistency. The consistency day after day. It's the calls, the calls, the calls. It's the whatever you're doing. It's consistently doing the small things mm-hmm. because one plus one equals two. One plus one plus one equals three. So continuing to do that. And each time you do it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So just putting that plus in between each of the things that you do gets you to that equal sign at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I just came up with that, by the way. I've never said that before. I kind of like it. There you go. I like it too. It's. I know when I started in real estate, it. Uh, my father would always say, well, you just have to keep doing these consistent things. And I know I see it with agents, it's like, well, it feels like nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but you know, all the stuff that you did today in a week, two weeks, a month, you could reap benefits from those things. It's like, you just have to keep doing this. It builds on itself. If you stop, nothing's going to happen. Well, we're in a society today, especially if they're younger agents of instant gratification. Mm -hmm. And, um, that just doesn't happen in the real world. That might be Facebook and Instagram and all the things where you get that instant, ooh, they liked my picture, just like that kind of thing. But that is not how... Most of those people worked really hard Absolutely. to get where they are. They, it you, wasn't just, yeah. I woke up and I'm an influencer. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, it's kind of like an overnight superstar when it comes to a country singer or, or some musician who's been, you know, doing gigs for the last 25 years, getting paid, you know, 100 bucks a Friday night to, to sing. And all of a sudden they're overnight superstar. It That is not how it works. But unfortunately, the way that a lot of the younger people see things, that's what they see. But it's, it's, it is that way in anything. It doesn't matter if you're in sales or, or whatever your career is. It's the building of the little things that gets you to the big thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. I know you talked a little bit about vision board. Yes. You want to talk more about that? I sure would. I love to, I love a vision board. So, um, it's just a way to stay focused and people, Some people call it a dream board. Um, Dreams are great. Um, And, you know, we can have a dream of whatever. But visions to me, it's when it's vision, it's, it's, um, I don't know, reality. Dreams are dreams. I don't know. You can interchange it if you want. To me, a vision is different than a dream. Um, I can't define it. I guess the biggest difference in, in aside from I have a dream of, you know, traveling the world where I have a vision of, you know, going to such a place and this place. You know what I mean? It's just a little more specific, I guess. Um, but whatever. Whatever you choose it to be. Um, on my vision board currently, and I did mine at the beginning of the year, um, are, my, are my income goals, are my health goals. And remember I said I, I went and took a picture of it last night because I got smacked in the face with it. And I, I honestly haven't looked at it in probably two or three months, like looked at it. I see it, like you said, your word is on your mm-hmm. phone, but mm-hmm. I see it. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, look, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And would I have done those things had I not put them on my vision board? I don't know. But I will tell you they're on my vision board and I have now done it. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep my old vision boards um, as much as possible. I try not to um, do massive boards. I like to go back and look. My very first one back in 1995, I, I did it with my very first, in my 20s, made one, you know. And it was a small photo album. 
that I just took pictures of the people I wanted to emulate and the, the commission checks I wanted to earn and the things I wanted to have. And I just cut them out and slipped them into the book. And I was looking through that um, oh, probably two years ago when I, before I was leading a vision board workshop. Every single thing that is in that original vision board, except for us building a house, has been accomplished. And I'm thankful that the house thing didn't happen because I do not need a 6,000 square foot house. <laughs> so Understood. Life, yes, Word. life has allowed me a lot of perspective before that piece has happened. And that will happen within the next two to three years. So, and it's going to be on water. And that's always been something that we've looked for. So, but to see that I did that, oh my gosh, I did that. Oh my gosh, I did that. Would those things have happened? Who knows? But they certainly are in my first dream book is what I called it. Even in, I took a white index card and in purple uh, marker, wrote dream board on it and taped it on the front. That's how elaborate it was. Now they're pretty elaborate. Mine has like sparklies and stuff on it now, but that's my mm -hmm. personality. So, Yeah, I'm thinking, because we have done dream boards before mm -hmm. uh, or vision boards mm -hmm. with the team. And uh, I think it would actually pretty pretty cool to have you lead that session because yeah. it's to a degree usually what we do we had like a bazillion markers mm -hmm. and colored paper and lots of magazines right but I think some people feel a little limited to like what they can find in the mm -hmm. magazine yeah. Yeah. so it's like okay how can we make it so it's Real. Like if you look at the vision board and mats, I can see stuff that really makes sense. But then other stuff I think you just thought was cool in the magazine. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. what does <laughs> that mean? Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. it means something to him. So when I, do a, when I lead a vision board workshop, it starts 10 days-ish prior to the actual workshop. That makes sense. Because it's not just about, oh, let's flip through and see what I like. It's about digging deep. Mm -hmm. and really seeing what's important and really figuring out what I want my vision to be. What intentions do I want to set? What in, cause I mean, it, it can be just as simple as flipping through and go, Oh, that looks, that's shiny. That's I shiny. want that. Yeah, da, da, da. But that's not okay. And that's fine. Yeah. But that was my first dream book, right? Mm -hmm. Now that I understand that it's important to dig deep and not just look at the surface, and so I actually have worksheets that, that help you to dig deep and, and really see what it is that you want out of life. Like yeah. what is your true, and, and it's not a, the rest of your life because a dream board, a vision board should be, you know, you should be doing them at least once a year mm -hmm. because things change. But you can have a, this is my one, my six month section. This is my one year section. And this is my five year section. Mm -hmm. And ultimately here's 10 years down the road. And because one year is going to lead to your, to your five year, two year, right? All of that's going to lead up to each other. But, but having the digging deep piece of it to get to what it is you really want just really helps it all flow together. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Just in making vision boards with the team, sometimes I've multiple years, like you see people kind of put the same mm -hmm. stuff on mm -hmm. and that doesn't always happen. Say it's like a habit, like maybe smoking or something uh -huh. like that. At some point, do you think it's good for people to just, like, if they are just not doing that, just accepting that maybe they don't want to do that? Well, or? I think the part of the issue comes in when there isn't a plan right. to follow it. 
Yeah, they just saw a pack of cigarettes yeah. in a magazine well, I a long quit. time ago, right. and they right. <laughs> cut it out and, and keep it on there. So, yeah. so um, again, another important piece of digging deep before doing the actual vision board, taking the exercises, you know, taking the actual time to, to, to cut and paste. And by doing the before work, you can come prepared with some things. Like you can go onto the internet and go, okay, this is what's important. Google it. So you have that to put on your board. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you actually do it. But then what are you doing after? Mm -hmm. Like how are you staying accountable to that? That piece is important as well. Where are you putting that vision board? So a lot of times I would have my gals... I mostly work with women. So like, where, where are you going to see it? Well, I don't have room for it on my wall. Okay. Where's, where's your potty? Like when you close the door, is, is your potty facing the door? Like put it where you're going to see it or take a picture of it and make it be your, 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 what is that called? Screensaver on your phone or right. on your computer, wherever you are. So you can see it. When I was earning a Mustang in my company, that Mustang, me sitting, a picture of me sitting in that Mustang was every where what color was it red convertible baby 40 year anniversary edition (laughs) paid tax title license and handed me the keys that was a fun car and um but it was on on my it was in my car like on my rear view mirror and it was on my dash it was on my mirror it was on the refrigerator it was my screensaver on my desktop because then it was a desktop and not a laptop it was everywhere I was because that's where I wanted to focus, right? So it's the same thing with your vision board. Um, we, you know, if you want to make copies of it, some people do like the big poster board things. I like to cut them down and make them smaller so they're much more doable. Um, and you could have them on your desk, like here in the office. Or if your mirror is big enough, put it on your mirror. So, I mean, just where are you spending time? Yeah. I know you do a lot of stuff in your bathroom with your mirror. Oh yeah. But that, that is a thing that I've heard from other coaches and trainers as Mm -hmm. well to like have your affirmations up on your mirror, like where you're going to see it when you're getting ready, you're brushing your teeth and you're, Mm -hmm. you know, having all of those positive thoughts going through your head. So the coolest discovery I ever made honestly was that Sharpie marker cleans off of a mirror with alcohol. 100%. And so I like, as I, cause let's just face it. I spent a lot of time in the mirror. I was an image consultant and I'd sold makeup. So I'd, I do my hair, I do my makeup. So I'm there and I do a lot of thinking, right? But I, I don't like to keep my notebook. So I take a Sharpie and I write on my mirror constantly. And I have notes up there all the time. I, and um, my thoughts go there. Another great tool to have is um, shower or bathtub crayons. Ah, because you think in the shower a lot. And so as long as you're able to write on the walls, write your notes on the walls and then transcribe them so you don't lose them. Because for me, it's like, oh, I don't know. Am I the only one that does these things? My brain doesn't shut down very often. It's kind of always going. Mm-hmm. And I love, I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. But then I'm like, oh, crap, what was that? I forgot. What was I thinking about? Mm-hmm. And I can never get it back. So I like to write things down a lot. Do you have Alexa? I don't. You should totally get an Alexa because you can just say, Alexa, add this to my list. Really? Uh Uh-huh. I I don't... Jacob's laughing at me right now. Listen, I have terrible internet at my house right now. I, I use my hotspot on my phone for internet. So uh-huh. there's not a lot of things I can, it's not my choice, by the way. Yeah. We're supposed to be getting this new thing by September 30th. It hasn't even started being dug yet, but that, I digress. Yeah, because we never had that. And then Matt... I think he got an Alexa free with something. Okay. And then now 
in our uh, both of our houses, I think there are five Alexas. Oh my gosh. And every morning I'm asking Alexa about the weather. And when I'm in the kitchen, I'm Alexa, put baking powder on the list. Oh, I need that. Baking powder is now on the list. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I thought it was like spooky and icky. And now I'm like best friends with her. Well, our, our, <laughs> our daughter has it. And the kids, it's so cute when the kids, Alexa, play baby shark or whatever. That yeah. was adorable. But Alexa's the timer. At, I, so I, I'm, I know how it works and it's a great idea. I just don't have it yet. yet. Put it on your next porn. <laughs> Yes. Like, yes. Oh, next board. But yeah. So, um, yeah. So clearly this is like, this lights me up. I think this is super, super important. Um, one of my, one of my missions in life in life is to just make sure people understand how to get the things they want and need out of, out of life, whether, whether it be work life or spiritual, whatever it be. So, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. So, um, you talked a little bit about confidence and being mm -hmm. confident. Can you mm -hmm. talk about that? So I think about, you know, being confident is whether you know, I, I think I wrote it, how did I put it? Being confident, whether you know the answer or not. Yes. Yes. So yeah, because what that does is it draws people to you. And, and even though you may not be the expert, they, they, they know that you can be. And, and that, that you're going to find, figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I think a lot of that comes with age and experience. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I luckily I, I don't, I, I actually, I, I wasn't like that, you know, in my, in my twenties. Again, I think a lot of it comes but with But you age. kind of fake it till you make oh, it. Oh yeah, girl. Cause oh, I know yeah. that there was times where I was like, I just made myself mm -hmm. do stuff mm -hmm. when I was just terrified, mm -hmm. but it was like, you're doing it or else. I was like, okay. Yep. Yeah. So you just have to push, push through, through it. So fear is false evidence re appearing real, right? So um, I have all these things. That's hilarious to me. I just quote all these things, but it is the truth. It is the truth. False, ev uh, false evidence appearing real. And so um, it's again, fear of, it's fear of failure. It's fear of looking stupid. And I think if we can all become very comfortable with looking stupid, the world would be a lot better place. Yeah. Truly. It's, it, we, that's super true. It's like, yeah. don't, all the perfectionists in the world, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let For it real. Go. That, that was my, I, you know, I was supposed to have one word. I had let it, let it go. Those were my words mm -hmm. because I do have a lot of perfectionist tendencies. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, let it go. Yeah. Let it be. So Stop I, it. The, Stop it. I had to say, well, I learned something. Yeah. That's kind of how I've kind of gotten, you know, when I make mistakes, I don't like to make mistakes. It's not a right. place I like to live. Right. But well, I learned something. Mm -hmm. That's my let it go, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the fear of, of, of looking stupid is what keeps people from being confident. And um, whether it's real estate or whatever you're selling or whatever you're doing, people want to know that you are confident in, in it. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, that's a great question. I have no idea, but I am going to find out and say it with confidence. Like they know you're going to get back to them when you say it like that. But, oh, uh, I'm well, and don't make stuff up. Yeah, do not make stuff up, especially in real estate. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the lot line. No, no it's, it's not. not. But you said it confidently. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't do that. That That's really important. It's like you have to know when you don't know, mm -hmm. but it's just like own it and I'll find out. Yeah. I'll get that. Yeah. And that was one of the most important things that my dad taught me. He was like, 
just tell people you will find out. Right. Like, and so that's what I did. I'm like, I'll Absolutely. get it, I'll get it. But then I did get it and I would get it quickly. And so people were like, okay, you're on this. You're, right. you know, you're doing this. It's like, okay. Because every time you get that question and you, you don't get the answer, you have to answer it without confidence, mm-hmm. right? So once you get the question, you go get the answer. You can answer it confidently from there on forward. That's how I look at it. Because you get that question again, and then you're like, crap, I still don't know. Yeah, no, always find <laughs> out. Because, yeah, 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 exactly. So um, confidence is it's going to help you. Um, it's going to help you be better at whatever it is you're doing, whether or not you have all the answers. Mm-hmm. But being confident in yourself, right? So if you're confident within yourself, all of the other things you can be confident in, I guess. So. And again, a lot of it comes with age and a lot of it comes with experience. And But it all begins with, I could give a crap what people think of me. Yeah. It has to be. Positive self-talk. I think, I oh, think yeah. sometimes if some of the folks that I work with could just say in their head, I've got this, I've got this, mm-hmm. I've got this, I've got this, we can do this. That would help them a lot. I'm trying to think of the book I read that talk about the little devil and the little angel on your shoulder. It wasn't rich dad, poor dad. It might be, I think it's secrets of the millionaire mind. Mm-hmm. Love that book. And um, it talks about the the little devil or the angel on the shoulder and literally saying, and I, this, I have done it and I, it is how I get it out of my head and I, I don't have to do it so much anymore. Um, thanks for your opinion, bye-bye now, click. And I literally flick it off of my shoulder to get that, that negative, if, make that physical movement mm-hmm. to get rid of the so negative. So when we see this, we know, yeah. we know what that's all about. Just You're like, it. and bye-bye. Bye-bye now, thanks for your Goodbye, opinion. Satan. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> take those little devil horns off, you know? Yeah. Because th- that's the biggest, it's self-sabotage. It totally is. Totally is. It's easier to believe the negative crap, look at the world we live in, and in the information, I don't believe that we're more negative than we are positive. Let's just say that right off the bat. But what we have access to in our, the palms of our hands all day long mm-hmm. does tend to be that way. We f- feed off of that for some reason. And um, so it's just easier to believe it versus the one on your shoulder going, you've got this. You can do this. You are, you are a rock star. And that's another thing that, that you could do. Um, I, back when I learned this, I actually had little pieces of paper I cut out that said, you are a 10. And um, now I just write it on my mirror with my Sharpie marker because I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I you think it's cool 10. too. I love it. So you are a 10. And well, that's conceited. I didn't talk. I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about you, your life. You, you are a 10. And we, we set that 10 is our is the perfect, right? We're perfect. Um, what was that movie, 10? Is that what it's actually called with Bo Derek? Am I, t- am I talking, I'm talking way older than you guys. I know who Bo Derek yeah, is. I think it was 10. You're but, not that much older than me. Well, you know what? I, uh-huh. I remember specifically, it uh-huh. was a terrible movie, but anyways. Um, <laughs> seriously. But um, 10 being perfect. You are perfect just the way you are, mm-hmm. period. And... Um, don't try to be someone else because that person's already taken. I, you know, that's one thing. I, when I was leading my my teams, um, I just want to be just like you. I'm like, well, I'm taken. Let's figure out who you are, right? So be perfect in who you are. And if you don't consider yourself a ten, no one ever will. And um, that's the little angel devil fight. And so write it on your mirror. I am a ten, and I'm a ten in that I. 
I am a good person. I do the best that I can. All of the things. Like, it's not anything to do with your looks or all of those things. It's I am a 10. Because sometimes sometimes you are a 10 on certain days, but sometimes you are a 2. And so if you average it out, you're like at 6, 7 range. You know what I mean? So always have that 10 mindset. And then sometimes it falls a little below, but that's okay. Um, I'm a 10. That's a that's another one of the things that everyone should have in front of them. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, what about self-care? I know you do a lot of kind of yeah. self-care stuff. Yep. So um, believe it or not, I used to get paid to teach people how to breathe. Oh, I all know, right. Right? So, in, and I loved, it is, out. it was. In, was it your nose? voice? It was, oh yeah. All right, let's hear some. Okay, so here we go. Mm-hmm. Everybody close your eyes. Okay, they're closed. And you're going to inhale for the count of three. And exhale for the count of seven, And then, of course, we've got some wonderful relaxing spa music playing in the background. Mm -hmm. And I would relax from your forehead to your cheeks and your chin. Relaxing your neck and your shoulders, your elbows and your wrists. Relaxing your tummy, hips, thighs, knees, ankles, and toes. I'd go a little slower than that. <laughs> Relax it all right now. Right now. <laughs> but I would literally watch women like just melt away. And it's important because life is stressful. Mm-hmm. And we've got the little devil on our shoulder talking to us. We've also got the little devils we got in the back seat that we're raising sometimes too. We've got mm-hmm. the job. We've got the spouse. We've got the volunteer. we got everything. Everything is piled up. And so um, we all know that stress is a terrible thing, does terrible things to our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to relax. It's important to take the time to breathe. Most of us are one-to-one breathers, <laughs> right? So we, I'm a fast talker. I know I try, but I can't help it. And so I'm, I'm good at that one-to-one talking myself um, or one-to-one breathing myself. But there are times, like, I just got to go, Okay. You saw me do it before we got started because mm-hmm. I was here, like my shoulders were up and I was here and I just took a deep breath and I just let it go and I just let it relax. And um, just to bring the, slows your brain down, slows your, you know, communication down, just slow down and let your body relax. Give your heart a break. Breathing in um for the count of seven, it brings more oxygen into the blood. It's, there's health benefits too. It's not just about, you know, it's not just about slowing your brain down, but like physically there are health benefits. And exhaling, getting all the toxins out of your body. We leave all that in when we're <laughs> constant. So um, we live in the flight or fight constantly. It's where we it's where we function most of the time. And so breathing and relaxing and taking a bath, walking exercising, whatever your thing, whatever your jam is. I don't, everybody's got their own thing. I love a cup of tea. There you go. And I got one today before I came down here. It calms me. Like my husband, like I, I jones for a cup of tea in the morning and my husband will look at me. I'm like, you like your beer after work. I like my tea in the morning. Don't mess with me. Right. So in how some people are like with their coffee, I am with my tea. I like to look out and look at the lake outside and just that's my piece. And um, I'm glad that I've finally gotten to this place in my life. I mean, I did that for many, many years. Not that I took my own advice. 
because I had everything going on. I had to do it all myself and it all had to be perfect as we all know those. Yep. And so, um, to be able to have, take, take self-care, take care of yourself. Um, first moms don't believe that. I always see I'm putting my kids first. Well, you don't hear on the airplane that they say, moms, put your kids mask on them first. You might die and be no good to them if you put theirs on first, but put theirs on first. They always say, put your own mask on. You have to be able to breathe yourself. You have to take care of yourself or you can't take care of others. Bottom line. That's, and that's the role as moms, what women in the world, sorry, Jacob, but it is, that's what, that's, we have a lot on our shoulders and it's important to just take some time and relax. And you would not believe the number of women that I worked with that would cry because I've never, I didn't know I deserved this or that just really never knew how to come down and put a little warm neck wrap on is helpful too, just to kind of melt that stress out of your shoulders as well. But self-care is very important. Very, very important for your health. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. I know I used to, t- when I was in college, I took a theater class mm-hmm. and that professor would relax us like before we would start by doing that walkthrough thing. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like my favorite because I, he would let us lie on the floor and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, because mm-hmm. I was pretty wound tight, yeah. believe it or not. What? Yeah. So, but that would just totally relax me. And I was like, I looked it up, like how you do this, because I actually did it once for the team. And it's not like rocket science. It's just like, Mm -mm. relax this, Mm -hmm. feel the weight going away. You know what I mean? Because we hold tension and we don't even know it. When I would say, you know, relaxing your knees, I would watch people's legs like, boop, (laughs) you know, because you don't even know you're doing it. Right, you don't. Yeah, And so, yeah, definitely had to be in in a place where they could, put the head back and and just be able to melt mm-hmm. and let um, it go let it go oh there it is again i know yes yes, yes. but um yeah so self-care important you know stress leads to so many things heart disease cancer all the things it's all proven it's Bad all things. proven so um and it does no one any freaking good at all yeah you have to learn to let it go yep yeah all right i think we're gonna also dive a little bit into decluttering, which kind of brings it all back to real estate. Yes, it does. So um, whether you are going to be putting your house on the market to move or you just need to clear out the clutter of your brain, it's important to declutter and start the process. But so many people are attached to their things. And um, my mom is a perfect example of that. I, I said, please, mother, please, please, let's get through this stuff prior to us having to do it for you. Um, so because we've been through some experiences where that is just not fun, you know. And um, so, I, you know, one of, the, one of the things that I like to talk about or one of the rules I like to live by when it comes to that is it bringing you joy, like the Marie Kondo thing, right? Um, I was Marie Kondo before. I just couldn't fold like her. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I love her. I love her folding, though. Have you done her any of her stuff? No. Oh, my gosh. It's like you have so much more room in your drawers. I'm serious. I know. That means you can have more things. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> just kidding. No, we're decluttering. We're getting yes. rid of things. We're getting rid of things. Yeah. So, um, but... What if it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. And then 
who can you bless with it? And I think if we can look at those, look at things, our things like that, then it'd be easier to get rid of. Um, um, I, I've helped many, many women go through their closets and just get rid of stuff. And you know, the variety of sizes hanging in a closet of clothing is very, is fascinating to me. Yeah. Well, you know, because we might be there again, or that's a just in case I go there again kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Ooh, get rid of that. Because by the time you're there again, either way, up or down, it's probably not in style anymore anyway. And it's just stressing you out. It is. Mm -hmm. We just did that in our house. So, well, so the, the whole, you know, who can you bless with it? So my husband's a size medium, but every piece of clothing, his mom, his parents were divorced. His mom or his dad would buy him as a gift were large and extra large. And he never wore it. So I'd be like, you look like you're swimming. He'd like, no, take it off. So, you know, he wore a very select few things because they fit him, but he wouldn't get rid of those things. And I understand that they were gifts from his parents who are no longer with us. And so I pulled on him when I pull on my clients and I said, well, who can you bless with them? Well, why didn't you ever say that to me before? I was like, God, I don't know. And I really wish I would have. I wouldn't have had to move them three times in the last five years, you know, so goodness sakes. Who can you bless? Who can be blessed from those items, whether it be clothing or furniture or the stuff in the boxes, on the shelves, in your basement? For real. Or worse yet, that in the storage unit you're paying for. Yeah. So if it's so very, very important to you, it should be able to be displayed. I need to keep that. That's from so-and-so. Well, can you take a picture of it? And maybe we'll frame the picture. Maybe if that's important enough. Well, I don't want it hanging on my wall. Well, let's talk about how important it is to you then. Is it important because it came from someone? Can we take a picture to keep in your phone so you have that memory? Or is it something that maybe you could take and bless someone else with? Well, that's a good point, right? So, um, and, and, you know, it, when you especially are helping someone downsize, that's very important. And what I think the biggest thing people don't want to see is their stuff that's important to them, that they've spent money on, that, that someone else has spent money on them, that someone special has given to them, is going to go to the junk pile. Mm-hmm. Like that is devastating to some people. So who can we bless with it? Does it bring you joy? If it doesn't bring you joy, it does it bring you joy. If it does, great. Mm-hmm. Do you use it? If it does, great. If you do, great. If not, what can we do with it? I know it's bringing you joy, but what can we do with it to um, not have it taking up your space anymore? Is it the, can we take a picture of it and frame it? Can we put it in a, in a scrapbook for you? Those kinds of things. Um, if it doesn't bring you joy, who can we bless with it, right? If you're not using it, because some things we use with, you know, I don't really enjoy the potato peeler, but it's something I use. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's not. <laughs> Who can I bless with my potato exactly. peeler? <laughs> but, but you know what? You get what I'm saying. Uh, yes. All the things that are hiding. Mm-hmm. Right. So who can you bless with them? Does it bring you joy? If it doesn't, if you're not using it, who can you bless with it? And that would, that makes it a lot easier for people to get rid of the things. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of boxes and I've kind of determined like we're going to figure these out and, you know, get through it. So my mother was having a garage sale and she put my uh, grandmother's silver out. Oh my. 
And I was like, oh, so I wanted that. And I have been carting this silver around. But I actually thought to myself this morning, oddly enough, on the drive here today, that I was thinking I could put shelves and like display it in my dining room. So why aren't you using it? Why am I not using Mm -hmm. it? I don't drink tea. Oh, it's a tea set. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's tea, coffee. It is, um, I mean, could I have it on my counter? I probably could. But there's one There's one little thing with uh, displaying it or putting it out. Mm-hmm. Silver tarnishes. Right. And it's, it's a work and it's a project. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if I want to commit to that mm-hmm. because Matt... Uh, thinks it's really funny when I stress when it gets tarnished because we in um of course he would in another house that we had that it had built in cabinets with glass and Mm -hmm. so I had it sure in that Mm -hmm. so that made more sense Mm -hmm. but now it's in this luscious box in the basement and I'm like okay I need to bring this out and I mean to me it's really cool because she had the whole set and my grandma was a C, so she had all the mm-hmm. receipts. So she's got the little oh, from Goodman's. Geez. It's the Van Ralties. This is this pattern. Oh, this my. is this. And I'm like, Ooh. oh. She's speaking to you. Yeah, it's Speaking know. your language. She's speaking my language. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this stuff? Well, can you, I mean, what are you going to do with this stuff? You know, I if I can figure out what I want to do with um, the tarnished piece of it, it would be, taking the more important pieces and potentially putting those up mm-hmm. and then the other pieces may just have to go to my sister. It's coming your way, Laura. But no. Lucky Laura. <laughs> Laura's lucky. Yeah. You then win. I'm now I'm like, this is why mom had it in the garage sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, interesting my mom when my grandma passed away, mm-hmm. she had a nineteen sixties bar set that was the old poodle. Do you remember those? There I remember they I don't know, it was like a I don't know, bar set. Mm-hmm. Well, we had a bar when we where we lived. And do you want this, mom? It's broken. There's a there's a little cracked piece in it. And I, I don't want it, mom. I, I'm not I'm not really one of those. I like hoard clothes. Not so much anymore. But that's what I would hoard. Sure. I don't have a lot of stuff like trinkets and those kinds of things. But because I like the memory, I don't need the thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so she brings this box of things over because they were moving, you know, they were moving out of state to like the retirement area. She brings this box of things over. I'm like, oh, how nice. In the very bottom was that stupid bar set, mm-hmm. which I think I probably still have in storage now because mm-hmm. I'm one of those paying for storage because I don't have a basement or a garage right now. So, um, but now I can't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I will, I will, I think once I find it again, it won't stay, but, um, but yeah, so I understand that the little, my, the little connection that you have, cause mm-hmm. it was my grandma's and you know, and depending, well, and your personality, I don't know. Is that within my personality not to hang on to things? I don't know. I haven't gotten that deep into. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little bit less. A little bit less, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. I'm normally a, a tosser. Like, if mm. you come over, I don't have clutter. Like, oh. I, don't, I don't do that kind of stuff. And, like, our basement, we have boxes, and they're all labeled. labeled. That does not surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, and that the crazy thing is, like, the boxes are all there, and it wasn't me who was like, let's label them all. That was Matt. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't want to dig through them the next I time. Know. Yeah. I know, but yeah. then, because we're, like, figuring we have to go through these things. But child number one, 
he had a hard time when we were packing oh. up his room. Mm-hmm. So we have some boxes of like random stuff and he likes books. Mm-hmm. Books are heavy people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have like four boxes of gigantic books. So those, I don't know what we're going to do with that. Yeah. But he, he has to get to the place where we can figure out what to do with it. He doesn't have room for them in his room. So use the same words. Are they bringing you joy? Mm-hmm. And who can you bless with them? Yeah. That's like, it's, it's, I couldn't believe I watched the switch go off in my husband's head. Why mm-hmm. didn't you say that to me before? He just thought I wanted to get rid of his my stuff. S- my son would be like, they bring me joy. <laughs> <laughs> they're I'm in a box. so joyful. <laughs> they're in a box. <laughs> I know. They're in a box. They're in a box. You don't even remember you have them. But as soon as he remembers he has them, mm-hmm. mm, mm-mm. so that's when they just disappear. Don't listen to this podcast, child. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Most people want to be able to give. Right. I, th- I think he would be interested in that because mm-hmm. his brother had a ton of books and I was like, you know, why don't we uh, put these up and see if a teacher could use mm-hmm. these? Yeah. And we were able to donate. But yeah. his brother had the little kid books, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. these books are more, he likes deeper kind of oh, yeah, that's, military is stuff. Is he the firstborn? Yeah. Okay. That's my firstborn too. Mm-hmm. Don't touch my, you, you may not touch my Harry Potter books. You might bend the page in a way that I don't want it bent. Like that's, oh, oh yeah. Did you touch it? Yeah. Like, I know you touched it. I know. I like, no. Whoa, girl. Yeah. But totally, mm-hmm. totally into that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They, yeah. if I'm, I just, you know, and you've already had it cause your kids are a little older than mine. It comes back around and they have their own kids and they're like, yeah, mom, sorry about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. waiting. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, and, and my oldest granddaughter, totally in the books, that's came from my daughter. You know, she's probably got 5,000 books already. I don't know. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. what are you doing with my book? Oh, sorry. You know, mm-hmm. she's five. Yeah. It, yeah. It's generational, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Well, at least they like books. Absolutely. Well, keep buying books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know we used to, did you have Scholastic? Oh, I love Scholastic. Yeah, that was a thing. And my dad loves books. So we would, I would be like, I would like this book and this book and this book. And he would always indulge mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. for the, for the most part. And uh, we had so many books and out of the books that I made sure we kept out of cadence, though, they were the ones that I wanted to keep, like, like that I made sure we kept, mm-hmm. they were old books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That may or may not have been mine. So it might, I might be the root of all evil. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's books are <laughs> I know but the ugh, this again my family always wrote in the front of books mm-hmm. when they gave you a mm-hmm. book like I've got books up at our lake house and it's like to my granddaughter Jennifer Gay daughter on this day such and such mm-hmm. grandma and grandpa went to Holland and bought this book for you at the blah 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 yep. so I'm like oh like you can't throw that book away take a mm. picture of it and put it in a scrapbook <sighs> Well, I'm using it as a decoration up there because okay. it's shabby chic. Yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was but like, I mean, what am I going to do with this book? That's what you do with it. <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's truly that important to me to you, and you mm-hmm. want that as a memory, right? Mm-hmm. Take a picture of it. Take a picture of the cover of the book. Take a picture of where they wrote, and put it in a scrapbook. That makes sense. Scrapbook it. Mm-hmm. Those little scrapbooking ladies are going to love to hear this. <laughs> we are going to have scrapbooker one hundred and one on next week. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I used to do all those things. Oh. I got my oldest daughter, you know, has a scrapbook like three inches thick. The yeah, like the photo album scrapbooks and the other one's got like two pages. So yeah. yeah, that was my thing too. I was like, I'm gonna make sure that they're both equal. And I made mm. it through really great. I think I got Carson to about two. Mm-hmm. And then birthday party year three to mm-hmm. year four, year five. I would have to go try and find pictures yeah. for those. And I'm pretty sure I didn't fill those in. Yeah, Sorry, Carson. It happens. But, so I've got some work to do. I would. That's what retirement's it. for, right? right? I don't know that I'll ever retire, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> but, oh. Knowing your father. Mm-hmm. I know. We like to. It's not in your genes. It's not in no. my genetics. Work is passion. Yep. All right. What did you learn today, Jacob? This was a whole lot of. We unpacked a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It's on me now? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you learn? I enjoyed just sitting back and and listening to you guys um, go back and forth. It was a very motivational, inspiring podcast. Um, What did I learn? I learned, it's it's not so much what I learned, it's what I was reflecting on. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times, um, you know, going back into like setting goals and intentions and you know, getting your act together basically and taking care of yourself. And Mm -hmm. these are all timeless lessons that you remember and then you forget Mm -hmm. and then you have to re-remember and you go through these seasons. And, uh, you know, I'm catching myself relating like, oh yeah, uh, I'm back on this page in my, you know, the, of the season right now, trying to remember my intentions and goals and what I want. And you slip, you know, like disaster strikes and you're takes a left curveball and you weren't planning on going that way in life. And then you kind of go down that path for a while and then you wake up and you're like, Oh, wait a minute. And you got to get back on the track. And I think that's just kind of life. And I think, I think it's asking too much to always be on point and to Absolutely. always oh, have intentionality. Yeah. Absolutely. Forgive always yourself. Be, Give yourself a little grace, break. Yeah. Grace, mm-hmm. grace, grace. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people like, Type A personality types have a hard like time. Like who? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Won't point any fingers, just switching camera angles. <laughs> but, you know, like it, you uh, get mad at yourself and then it's like doubly hard to get back and uh, get back on track because you're like, ah, I should have been and mm-hmm. well, whatever. That's the pitfall. Yeah. Well, I already screwed up. I'm just going to keep screwing up then. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a pitfall. It's no, today is day one. This is hour one, minute one. I'm just going to start from here. Just going to, oh, I screwed up five minutes ago. From here forward, I'm not screwing up anymore. Start right now. That's important. Not, I, I screwed up today. I'm just going to screw up for the rest of the day, and I'll worry about it tomorrow. Right. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to eat the, all the ice cream. Right. <laughs> it's, if I had one bite, I had it's one, one gallon. It's one decision at a time. One decision mm-hmm. at a time. Like, yeah. Tomorrow is a new day. That's, <laughs> And the next five minutes is a new five minutes. Yes, that's, that's right. That's right. how you want to think about it. Because otherwise, oh, I screwed up today. Well, I screwed up yesterday. I may as well screw up tomorrow. Well, I did the last two days. I may as well just go the whole week. Well, I did the whole week. Let's just go the whole month. And then all of a sudden, crap, it's another year is gone. So mm-hmm. one decision at a time. If you make a bad decision, the next one doesn't have to be bad. Whether it's food or work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well. Sounds great. I think uh, we gave our listeners some food for thought. They can really dig into it. Yeah, this is a this is a great one. Mm-hmm. People are going to have to listen to this one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. 
Yeah, that's right. It's going to be great. Awesome. Let's call it. All right. Hey, if you're in the South Central Wisconsin, you're looking to get motivated, inspired, set some goals and change your life and get your act together, or maybe buy or sell a house, you know who to call. That's home team for you. Dot com. Thank you. All right. Until the next one. Bye.